This is the Dilettante Nomad. Find me at gmail.com or on Instagram. The strangest thing in the world is when you wake up and you can no longer figure out who you are, why you're here. Even when you have everything to live for. It's weird because our lives, I feel, have shifted from a thinking man's world to a material world. I find myself left sometimes like in a black hole of nothingness. My anxiety has been strongly too familiar lately. It's been something that I've kept at bay for many years or just periodically deal with in a few bouts of finite amounts of time. But now it's kind of slowly leaked its way back into an everyday routine that I'm not all that comfortable with. And a series of events that took place since my what I consider my hiatus before the summer of 2018 has triggered most of these feelings. Uh, the last quarter of 2018 of this audio journal, I found to be somewhat disturbing for me to listen to. Um, and that's only probably because I know like a lot of the real reasons behind particular collections that exist out there. But um, before my biggest work event in 2018, uh, my wife got T-boned in a car wreck like the night before. And then the night, the day after that, I had to catch a flight to San Francisco um, for this like epic journey with my father through like Yosemite, Death Valley, Las Vegas, St. George, Utah, uh, then before heading down to Los Angeles. And then, um, and then I came back to Houston and like, right when I got back, I got rear-ended, uh, by like some idiot texting teen who didn't have insurance. And, um, right after that, you know, a couple weeks after that, uh, my foster children, uh, moved out of state actually to live with some family members in Ohio, which actually was kind of like a good relief of like extra stuff off the plate. But it was still, you know, there was a lot of process of like paperwork and like getting them to doctors and like making sure everything was up to date and paperwork. And it, it's, it was just crazy. So now at this time, like my wife and I were both going through physical therapy uh, at the same place, which is <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, and then we're also planning to move into a home that we purchased, uh, which just by itself is stressful enough. You know, now we have to deal with like buying a car and like, getting ourselves situated, you know, and then like readjusting, you know, how to pick up our, you know, two biological kids that obviously live with us. And, uh, you know, it, it was just really tough because at the same time, I had a few of my team members at work go down with uh, illnesses and two of them had surgeries that put them out for months at a time, which resulted in me being stretched like really thin to appease like all parties that count on me like very much. And I wasn't getting much other support because during the summertime, it's like our busiest time of year like for my industry and like everybody was kind of like stretched thin and it was kind of like, man, I just had to like pick up my shit, go through it and get through this. But like then right in September, which was uh, pretty interesting and this was a whole different kind of chain of events, like the stars aligned and 10 days before I was poised to move into my new home, I took a new position at my, my job that would alleviate my day-to-day duties of like running a branch of business to developing business in my market and like the footprint of my entire organization. So my transition took to the end of the year, like doing like training and side work to, you know, still run the branch with the new manager coming in and like, you know, then dealing with like a looming surgery that like my wife is poised to get, uh, that's she's donating her kidney to her father who has been on dialysis, FYI, since the week before my son was born in 2015 when I moved to Houston from Corpus Christi. My wife was nine months pregnant. We moved at the end of August 
and my son was born September the 15th. He went on dialysis right before that. And then I broke my ankle six days later after my son was born. Actually, my leg and both sides of my ankle, my fibula, my tibia. And if you listen to my other podcast, I talk about that story at one point. I just um, want to add real quick that I also was rushed to the hospital in August of that month because I thought I was suffering from a heart attack. And that was just another experience in itself. And like, it was just, you know, boom, like moved to Houston, like dialysis, pregnant, uh, baby, broken leg. Anyway, uh, back to this year, uh, 2018, that's a different pod. Um, we get through the holidays and, you know, we, we come back that we're a compatible match for the surgery here in 2018. And it was kind of good that we were supposed to get the surgery on December 20th. Some things didn't line up. Uh, her father fell ill and it got pushed back. And I was like, you know, maybe that's God's way of saying like, this isn't the right time. So uh, the next surgery date was poised for like February 20th. So then, you know, I come into January, like 2019, you know, spent kicking butt in my new position, taking out, taking people to lunches, dinners, happy hours, events on the radio. I was doing a whole bunch of, you know, just everything. I was getting involved. Um, it's, it sounds a little bit like glitz and glamour, like there wasn't, but it becomes tiresome. And uh, especially with dealing like the go to the go to go, go to go every day life that I'm dealing with. Um, actually, <laughs> This spring, I'm the head coach of my daughter's softball team. Last fall, I also volunteered to be the head coach of my daughter's softball team. So uh, I'm, I'm also heading up all these committees from a few different nonprofit organizations and working with motivational speakers and teaching classes and lending my hand where it's like needed the most. And I have a challenge. I don't want to say no because I know I can do so much, but I really feel like that's also probably triggering a lot of these like undesired anxiety so February comes now and, you know, I have multiple trips, uh, the pre-op for my wife, the surgery, uh, it's supposed to be February 20th, 20th. And then like all of a sudden, like she gets a letter in the mail the week before the pre-op that she's got to get a citizenship on the same day. That's a, supposed to be a pre-op. Well, we try to make a thing. I had to cancel a trip to Austin and then anyway, it, it, it all crazily worked out. So it's so check this out this past Friday, February 15th. I pick up my kids from daycare. Let me preface this first. I met with a few clients during the afternoon and then picked up materials for like a big celebration we're having for my wife for like her citizenship, kidney going away party, kind of like a housewarming. And then like just, you know, just a celebration of life in general and and her birthday as well. Like I can't, that was actually like the, the first reason that everything else kind of just like fell in. Um, and we're holding this at our house. Family's coming to town. Uh, actually, the cool thing is we represented 13 countries at the party. Um, you know, it was a real big deal. And uh, actually, so I stopped on my way home to do a quick podcast with a group of people after meeting with a, uh, a client of mine. To You know, Rodeo was in town in Houston. I had to hand off some tickets. We, we talked for a while, blah, blah, blah. And then I was going to do a quick podcast. Um, most of the audio actually was a little incoherent because it was outside and like a little bit of a noisy setting. I could probably chop some up and, you know, I might use some of it because a lot of great storytelling was going on. Um, but we were just trying to like catch a moment anyway. It was kind of sporadic. So, um, anyway, I, I finish up and I get to go to get my kids and I'm about two blocks away from my home. My car starts smoking like severely. My daughter's like freaking out. And then, you know, my, my engine sees and the car starts bursting into flames and I had enough juice in the car to get it over to the side of the road before it completely got engulfed. And I rushed to get my children out 
and I, I turn around about uh, a couple hundred feet that we ran down and my my vehicle and you know, all, obviously all the contents uh, went up in flames and uh, I was devastated, scared. Um, and in that moment, like you, you kind of forget like everything. Uh, I just watched the fire and I blacked out. Uh, I, I don't remember, and I, I can't even, like, obviously, like a ho house fire or something even more than that would be, like, so much more traumatic, uh, but it's perspective. I've never experienced it, so this was, like, my experience in, in that regard, and um, it seems like a bad dream, uh, a good one if we consider that I got my kids out, a good one considering I wasn't on the road coming home from Austin like I was supposed to be prior to like the other various obligations that emerged locally. And um, more importantly, it, it may be, it's a dream yet to be determined as what it means for my future. Um, I'm the greatest person that never happened thus far. You know, these events have and continue to derail my progress like a little bit. Uh, possibly like pouring fuel on the fire that is present, uh, no pun intended. I don't know if it's simply a test of will or if I'm supposed to be led into an alternate direction. Uh, time will tell. And I, I wait for that next door to open. I wait for, you know, the meaning of all of this, you know, other than like, I, I feel like a chain of events have led me to a place where I was safer than I could have been on the road. You know, unfortunately, uh, my kids were involved in it, and I don't know what, how that's going to, you know, determine their uh, mental state being eight years old and three years old. Uh, my son actually loves cars, so, like, maybe that's, like, you know, he can, you know, kindle that memory and then turn that into a way to, like, construct vehicles so that will never happen ever again. But I don't know. I, I sometimes just dream of uh, the reality where I'm uniquely normal sans tragedy, you know, without it all. And we'll, we'll see if that happens. And I, I just wanted to share this uh, with everyone. And if, if you want to hit me up again, uh, dilettantnomad at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram. I think it's just dilettantnomad, you know, at dilettantnomad, D-I-L-E-T-T-A-N-T-E-N-O-M-A-D. Uh if you don't know how to spell it, like, you got Google, dude. You can figure it out. And uh, I'm alive. I'm well. Um, I'm still stressing. I still got a whole bunch of shit on my table. So, uh, especially in the upcoming weeks, I'm really trying to get into these a little more routine. I do have a few people that, like, legit I'm going to, like, sit down with and talk with. It's just a matter of, like, actually scheduling it and doing it. And I just, my schedule's all over the place all the time. And I just don't know how frequent these are going to be. So, you know, this little season might be, you know, me collecting while I just put out little tidbits and uh, maybe just talk about, you know, just life in general and what's going on in the world. And uh, that's it. So I hope everybody's uh, loving life, living good, looking for the upside on the downside, because there's always a reason that we can turn any bullshit situation into a catalyst for success so just keep doing you and um you know stay positive keep your head up and this is bc peace